Hello and welcome to the Good Life Podcast with David B. Foster. I'm your host, David B. Foster. I hope you are um, subscribed to this podcast. Uh, it is available on Apple Podcasts and also Spotify. Uh, make sure you connect with us via our social media channels. And also connect with us on uh, my website, davidbfoster.org. So today, I just want to come in with a bonus episode. I want to talk about going from pain to purpose, from pain to purpose. You know, there are a lot of people who are, you know, dealing with pain. And a lot of people are dealing with uh, various types of pain. Some pain that we deal with is from our childhood. There is pain that we are dealing with. Uh, from our uh, adulthood, there's pain that has been uh, inflicted upon us by others, whether it's been uh, verbal, uh, physical, uh, mental, or relationally. <clears throat> and then there are others who um, are experiencing pain that is self-inflicted pain. You know, a lot of people find themselves in um relationships that seem to be recycling the same behavior or recycling the same um toxic traits and a lot of times I know people may say that you can attract a certain person that's true but a lot of times we have to be honest and we have to look deep down within ourselves and ask ourselves are we attracted to um these toxic traits that varying individuals have who don't even know each other and be honest and look at it and say the common denominator in all of these toxic relationships, the common denominator in all of these uh, failed relationships is me. And once you are able to provide yourself with an honest assessment of what um, you're attracted to, then you can begin to change the behaviors and also change uh, your desires and the things that you are attracted to. Now, you know, this podcast came to me this morning when I was walking and I was walking uh, some, a walk I have around the neighborhood and it's um, a little over a mile when I walk, but some of the some parts of the walk are up steep hills, uh, very steep hills. Um, and I could really go another way and achieve um, that same mile walk in order to get back home. <clears throat> but I must go through that because um, I'm trying to allow my pain to lead me to a purpose. And that's what I want to talk about today, how we can turn pain to purpose. And it's important because, you know, I, I like to exercise. I, you know, I do enjoy exercise. It's a good time for me to think and meditate. <clears throat> I, I often do that when I'm exercising, especially when I'm walking around the neighborhood. But what's 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 important and paramount about that is that um, we must do things today that will benefit us tomorrow. 
mm, that's good. And think about what I'm saying. Like, it may be tastier to eat um, some cake or some pie or some uh, fried food. And, you know, it's okay to indulge in those things occasionally. But we have to make healthy choices in our eating, in our diet, in our day-to-day lifestyle that's not only going to benefit us today, but that's going to benefit us more tomorrow. And we have to do those same things in our relationships. We may be attracted to a certain type of man or a certain type of woman, but that may be good for who I am today, but is it going to be good for who I am becoming tomorrow, right? So what is pain? If you look in the dictionary, it says that pain is physical suffering or distress as due to injury or illness. Also, it says that it's a distressing sensation in a particular part of the body. Thirdly, it says mental or emotional suffering or torment. And I think that's going to be the gist of what I'm going to tackle today. And I think it's important that we understand that when we're talking about pain, uh, the first step in us getting over that pain, because all of us have experienced some type of pain, the first step in getting over that pain is admitting that you are in pain, right? Uh, let's let's take um, let's take um, a situation, maybe a little drastic, but let's say an individual um, breaks their leg, right? Um, playing sports. Uh, let's say an individual breaks their leg playing sports. And instead of going to the locker room, which is event, let's, let's say a basketball player, let's say he's he, he he's um, on the court and he twists his ankle, hurts, hurts his ankle. So instead of going to uh, seek treatment for that, he sits on the bench and stays there, right? He doesn't let any doctors come and check him out. Um, he doesn't, um, after um, sitting there, he doesn't go to um, any medical facility to allow them to do further exploration on his injury, right? And then he doesn't take any type of medicinal um, um, steps to healing, whether it be um, surgery, whether it be um, medicine, whether it be um, therapy. And he just allows that that pain to stay there. That's how a lot of us operate uh, in our lives. We've experienced pain. We've experienced traumatic, um, we've had traumatic experiences that have caused us pain. And Partly it is because of this world that we live in, where the world is so superficial. It The world trains, uh, trains us and teaches us that we should work on our outside more than we work on our inside. And that's good, right? We, we should exercise, and I believe in exercise. Like I said, you know, Paul says that bodily exercise profits little, right? It, it It's not... It's, it's not in the grand scheme of things, it's not the most important thing, but it does have some profit. Right? Um, uh, we we um buy various clothes to meet a social construct 
um, to, or to fit in a certain social construct that we really don't enjoy being in, right? Um, we um, go and try to um, be a part of certain social clubs or churches or friendships that really are more draining than they are purposeful, all just to um, put up an outside image while we are uh, inwardly um, dying. And so it's important that, first of all, we must admit we are in pain, right? We know that Jesus endured pain. You know, he in, he in, endured in, uh, in, in, uh, a massive amount of pain, uh, so much pain uh, physically, emotionally, uh, that he 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 endured. Uh, um, I talked about on one of the podcasts previously how he endured such a mental and emotional torment that he began to bleed out of his uh, capillaries. He began to bleed out of his uh, his instead of sweat coming out, uh, blood came out. He was in so much so much of a turmoil, right? But Jesus, um, in his humanness, you know, or uh, I'm making a word of, you know, in his human nature, he cried out to his father for help. And we should be just like that, right? Uh, and it's okay. And Jesus said, he, he, uh, out of his human nature, he also said that, look, I don't want to go do this, right? He said, Lord, take this cup away from me, right? He, he said, in other words, this hurts. I'm in pain. I need help, right? I, I, I'm at the point and the brink of giving up. But he said, look, nevertheless, not my will, your will be done, right? And I need help and assistance in getting through this, right? And I believe what happened in that moment that Jesus realized uh, something I want you to realize, right? And if you know someone who's enduring pain or is in pain, look, make sure to share this podcast with them. Right. What I want you to do is to stop asking why they chose you. Right. Stop asking why they hurt you and start asking why God chose you. All right. I'm going to say that again. Stop asking why they hurt you and start asking why God wants to heal you. Right. Because that's the biggest question. Right. And another thing about it, Jesus, he was not afraid to share his pain. Right. Uh, when he was coming back, um, he met Thomas on the road and he showed Thomas his nail marks. He showed Thomas uh, uh, the piercing in his side, right? And he even uh, invited Thomas to put his hand in his eye. In other words, he said, look, become a partaker of my pain. In other words, let me share this with you on what happened, right? And when you share your pain, when you share um, your problems when you share your traumatic experiences with others, right? You you free yourself of carrying or shouldering that burden, that burden all by yourself, right? And this is a bonus for all the leaders out there. Uh, remember, Jesus had Thomas as one of his disciples. So all of my leaders out there, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a business leader. Uh, whether you are an organizational leader or a leader in your home, remember this: doubters can still be disciples. <laughs> That's good, right? Doubters can still be disciples. I had to learn a long, long time ago, 
And I learned through the process that 70% of a person is better than 0%. In other words, a person does not have to catch 100% of your vision. And, and let me free you with this. A person doesn't have to agree with 100% of your vision, right? Um, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your your church member, whether it's your co-worker, whether it's your friend, whether it's your family member, uh, whether it's uh, someone you're working on a project together, your business partner, uh, whether it's your children, right? Um, doubters can still be disciples. In other words, you can still mold and take that 70% or you can still impart, right, into that 70% or you can still benefit from having a relationship with a person who's pouring in 70% into whatever the various project is that you are working on or trying to accomplish together, right? And so also remember, we look at the life of Jesus. Jesus used his pain to heal others, right? And so Jesus, he shared his pain with Thomas, but also he shared it, you know, with the rest of the disciples and he shared it with them so that, guess what? They can share it with others, right? When you share your pain, like I said, and you give it to people, right? And and Jesus didn't even screen them to say, hey, you're not worthy of carrying my pain. You know, a lot of times uh, we say we need to have, find a safe space or we need to find a safe place or we need to find a trusted confidant that we can share this with. I'm going to tell you something. Look, look, some of the best press, some of the best um, um, marketing, some of the best advertising, advertising or advertisement that I've received in my life has been from haters. Mm. <laughs> has been from gossipers, right? Has been from detractors. Has been from those who um, have sought to uh, run my name down in the mud. But what it did was it gave me in a whole different audience. And what happened was either through someone else's witness of who I really am or so that person meeting me for themselves realize that what they had previously heard was not the truth but guess what now i'm able to gain an audience and a witness right and jesus was much like that right he was like look take this pain take this story with you look and 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 tell it over over and over again, it doesn't matter if the story gets watered down. It doesn't matter if it's um, going to be disseminated properly. No, why? Because eventually, I'm telling you um, something. We can always we we say that real recognizes real, right? And um, there's an attraction to what is the essence of any story, and that attraction is. Um, that person and their personality, right? That is what's going to um, permeate, and that's one. That's what's going to um, um, be paramount. Uh, I don't know why I'm using all these p. That's funny, <laughs> but that's what's that's what's going to be um, the main thing that's going to be remembered, or that's going to be the main thing that makes um, that impact. Um, to others is when they hear your story, right? 
And so you have to be careful about that. You know, of course you want a safe space. I'm not saying that. Of course you want somebody you can trust and a confidant. You should have that. Everyone deserves to have at least one person that they can trust with, you know, their their heart, right? Their secrets. But I'm telling you, don't be afraid to tell your story over, over, and over again. Because when you're doing that, guess what? You're gaining a foothold, and now you you you're um. You also are allowing yourself to heal from whatever pain or traumatic experience you um, have um, partaken in in your life, right? And you're shifting from being a victim to your pain to being victorious in your purpose, right? And so when you allow to embrace your pain, now that pain you realize was a small part of your life. Right, and it does not define who you are, and most importantly, it does not define who God has created you to be. Right, hey, be blessed. Look, remember to next time, uh, check out our podcast, The Good Life with David B. Foster. Remember to subscribe if you have not shared this podcast with someone you believe that it will be a blessing with, and we will see you or speak to you soon. Thanks. Be blessed.